Welcome to the Lush Hearts Blossoming Podcast. I know what it is to suffer. I know what it is to want more in your life. Let this podcast be a tool and a resource for you to create the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Ashen Wolf. I am an extrasensory coach, completion process and parts work facilitator, and shaman. Let's get into today's episode. The energy of self-acceptance is an openness towards yourself, your life, the circumstances in your life, what you have or don't have, who you are, what your diversity is. It's an energy of openness, bringing closer and feeling accepted, feeling like I am enough for myself and other people are going to find me enough. One of the most major ways that we learn that we're not enough, that we're not going to be accepted, that we're pushed away comes in childhood. Our cultures or our belief or our world view, the people in our life, the society that was specifically around us, went up against a specific aspect of our diversity or our value or our mission or our struggle as a human being, our individual experience, And it pushed against it and it said, well, you can't be this way, you have to be this way instead to be accepted by society. One of the most basic human needs is to have people, is to be accepted by society. It's survival to be accepted by society. And so in childhood, when an aspect of our diversity, our life essence, our value that was different than what society needed us to be or what society valued at the time, when it was different than what our parents wanted, we were told that we weren't enough and we were pushed away. And in that moment, our child self registered that we were not okay in this aspect of ourselves and therefore we would not survive if we continued down that path. And so the only thing we can really do, we can't be, we can't actually push our authenticity in a box that doesn't exist and throw it out. Like It's impossible. We can't take a part of our soul and throw it in the garbage. All we can do is create dynamics, strategies within us that push those aspects of us away, hide them, disown them, suppress them, make them disappear into a little box even though that little box will always exist within us. Each human on this planet is born in a complete beautiful diversity of spices and flavors and essence and we each have an intrinsic value, an intrinsic mission, intrinsic struggles, intrinsic things we're good at, intrinsic things we're bad at, which makes us the person in which you call by your name. And we each are bringing such a complete different variety of value to the world. And at the same time, we have a complete different uh, variety of struggles than every other single person on this planet. So what one person values or what one person is good at might not be what we have to value or what we are good at. So if you're growing up in a society of people that don't value what you have to offer or don't see what you have to offer as worthy and more importantly see one of your struggles or one of the things that is your diversity that they don't like that feels like a threat to what they value if that is oppositional to them then they're gonna fight you like hell 
And as a child, we register that as we are unsafe. We register that as society will never accept us, will never be good enough. And we start to build a self-concept and a foundation around that to not accept ourselves. And it's a strategy of survival. It is survival to not accept yourself in that situation. Let's look deeper at this. So one thing I want to talk about for a second is the human ego. The human ego really likes to get what it wants the very most. The human ego is really interested in having it all. Ideally, every single person on this planet wants to have finances figured out. They want to be really attractive. They want to be sexually appealing. They want to be intelligent. We want to have it all. We might have some areas that we excel in and we might not even super appreciate those areas or notice those areas a lot of the time because it's second nature to us and it's like, yeah, I'm so good at that thing. And then we have areas that we are not excelling at, that we struggle with, that are really hard for us, that have not come easy to us in life. And it is always those areas that we focus on, the areas that we're like putting an eyeglass to, we're like staring at it and figuring out what's wrong with it and figuring out how much it sucks all the time. This is the human's ego tendency to have resistance towards not having enough, not being enough, not experiencing enough. We are a species of evolution, we are a species of ego, and we are always searching for more in our life, we are always searching for better, we are always searching to become more and evolve. And that instinct within us is important because it ensures that we will evolve, but it is our kryptonite when we're using it to stay stuck in resistance and to feel really bad about where we currently feel powerless to exceed in. And depending on what the society you grew up in, what they valued specifically, because every society, every culture, every parents, it was different what they valued. It was different what would keep you safe. It was different what they liked or didn't like. You have one family where being super loud was horrible and one family where being super loud was necessary. You have one family where being a poor was actually something that was modest and good and righteous. And one family where being poor was despicable and horrible and not good enough. So when it comes to embracing your diversity, we first have to understand how that package of having it all looks like to you, how you're putting that pressure on you. Because let's face it, if we need to be somebody who is having it all, we are putting this pressure of being this Ken or this Barbie doll on our shoulders because that's not what humans look like today. You get to have it all. You get to meet your desires. You get to move towards that. But we are all at different points along our journey where we're struggling and we all have different life diversities that are gonna be our commitment to life and we can improve that area and we can get different things in that area, but there's certain areas of our diversity that we're gonna have to accept. We can change how our perspective sees it, but we can't change the diversity that we've chosen into this life with. So we need to see that immense pressure of the Barbie doll that we're putting on ourselves. So we need to first focus on what am I specifically good at this life? What is my unique mission? What are all of the things that I'm excellent at? What are all the things that I am valuable in that people would value me in? 
and what are all of the areas that my specific diversity is going to serve the world so for instance what are all the reasons somebody who is poor is actually serving the world and the world's perspective well if you're poor then you probably value things and experiences a lot more the littlest and simplest of things can mean a lot to you. You're showing people that we don't need a lot to survive, that we don't need a lot to be happy in terms of material gain. You're showing people the perspective of that unique life experience. And those same things can have value to you in your unique life. If you're somebody that struggles with health, well, maybe you're showing the entire world how society is out of reality with the human body and human health. So we need to start seeing how our diversity serves the world and serves us to come into belief and acceptance with how it's okay to struggle with that thing, how it's okay to be this thing. And, that's, and accepting isn't saying, I'm never going to change it, I'm never going to make it different. But it's accepting exactly where I am now and all the reasons why this thing can benefit me or the world. One of the most major reasons why self-acceptance is such a threat to our primal survival because of people. When people in our life and in our childhood didn't value what we had to offer or didn't value our diversity or didn't like our diversity, that was a threat to survival. That was a threat to us getting our social needs met and belonging and being a part of the crowd and ensuring that we would be a part of that social species and that we would belong and get our needs met through the construct of that. It was, an, it was at opposition to that. So it became survival to create a strategy where we would shame that thing, we would make that thing wrong, and we would push it down. So we need to begin to understand how these aspects of us were in opposition or how the people in our childhood maybe had a fear or an unsafety around this thing that we are and we need to start opening up our eyes to how that's not necessarily true that this is a bad thing how this could actually be a good thing how this thing actually isn't so bad how we can find a sense of relief in that thing that we are because every single person on this planet is going to have diversity, is going to be unique. And it is through that uniqueness that we can bring our magic to the world. It's through that uniqueness that I am an individual human being who has a specific brand of magic to offer to the world in the first place. Because if we were all the same, then there would be no uniqueness and we would all be Barbie doll cutouts and nobody would be served by our unique diverse expression and this is why we're learning this is what we're learning through is through that uniqueness through that difference through that life essence we need to talk to the part of our consciousness that created a strategy of survival around us not being good enough us not being okay for who we are and so if we can understand the part 
of us that internalize the opposition against ourselves, right? Someone in childhood had an unsafety or an opposition towards an aspect of ourselves or our life, and therefore we internalize that to create that mirror of that opposition. So we now have a part of us that's in opposition to ourselves based on that same fear. So if we can understand that opposition, and if we can understand why it served them to be afraid of us in this way and have compassion towards that, we can help find relief in why it actually is okay to be this way. And we can help that part of us come into an, an awareness that actually there are other people outside of that very small world that we lived in as a child who value what we have to offer. So that's another way to come into your diversity is to think of all of the people that would value you and want you and need you exactly the way that you are. If you have a big nose and you hate it, what are all the pe people out there that find that attractive? If you're overweight, what are all the people out there that find that attractive? If you're poor, what about all the other people out there that like to take care of people financially or that don't care about money or that actually feel better when someone doesn't have a lot of money because they enjoy modesty. The more that we can understand how bubbles outside of the bubble that we were traumatized in, how those other bubbles, how those other tribes are going to embrace us exactly as we are, how they're going to need us, how we have value and how we are actually teaching them in our diversity, in our contrast, in our struggle. Because our struggle works in perfect harmony with somebody else's excellence. And our excellence works in perfect harmony with someone else's struggle. And there's someone else out there that needs us to value their struggles, and we do. And there are people out there that value our struggles and will need us the way that we are. And we're gonna value their excellence and they're gonna value our excellence. So we need to find our unique tribe of people who are going to love us the way that we are. And we need to open our perspective and mind in that part of us that feels fear, that feels unsafety, that feels like they're going to be a social outcast forever about how society actually will accept us the way that we are and how it actually is okay to struggle with or have the diversity that we do. This is how we can cultivate self-acceptance. And this is how we can allow it to be okay and to sink into it being okay to be who we are. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to blushheartsblossoming.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please follow us for more content. And also feel free to leave a review and write a comment to let me know how you felt about this.